It's time for the Worker of the Week Award. On the job. And I love the people I'm working with. With Francis Leach. No taking care of business. It's On The Job, the podcast, all about making your working life better. Francis Leach with you on this pre-Christmas edition of the pod. Uh, Happy Christmas, if that's your thing. Uh, Whatever it is, it's a holiday season for many of us, and uh, I hope you get a bit of a break. Uh, Get the down tools, enjoy the company of your friends and your loved ones and your family, and uh, just reflect on what's been a massive year. Uh, Plenty of things achieved by workers and unionists, lots of campaigns that have borne uh, fruits, and plenty of work still to do. And for those of you who are working over the Christmas period, the Christmas New Year period, thank you so much. Um, keeping things ticking while some of us enjoy a break. And and, uh, enjoy those penalty rates, by the way. You deserve them. And it was brought to you by your union and unionists before you who fought really hard to make sure that those who are working on those special days get rewarded for their work. Hey, we do talk a lot on this particular pod about the importance of health and safety in the workplace. And one of the things we've always been passionate about is workers who've been exposed or injured or made sick by airborne contaminants. Now, the asbestos experience in Australia in the 60s and 70s and 80s taught working people a harsh lesson that we need to be eternally vigilant when it comes to the possibility of disease, airborne disease, uh, contaminating workers as a consequence of their job. And it's still happening, unfortunately, heartbreakingly. And the latest issue that we need to talk about and need to make you aware about is the danger when it comes to silicosis. It's a disease that affects people's uh, respiratory system as a consequence of being exposed to a dust or a, chem- a compound, which is very, very prevalent in a lot of the sort of stone products that we import from overseas that we use in both domestic situations like your bench top at home uh, or, or, you know, in your bathroom, but also in bigger industrial environments as well. And it is having profound consequences, not only for workers who actually cut the stone, but for others as well in those environments. And it can be fatal and, in fact, is inevitably a disease without a cure that does mean that people die. It is really something that uh, the union movement is uh, going to focus in on in 2023, dealing with the uh, the scourge of silicosis and the killer stone from which it comes. Zach Smith is one man who's extremely passionate about these issues. Zach is the acting secretary of the CFMEU. Uh, he's the secretary of the ACTU uh, division of the CFMEU and like so many unionists has seen firsthand what happens when we drop our guard against uh, being exposed to these deadly diseases in our workplace and the CFMEU and other unions are going to be red hot on this over the next year or two. Let's catch up with Zach Smith and talk to him on the job about why silicosis is something we need to stamp out. Zach, welcome to On The Job for the first time. Welcome, Francis. A big campaign this, and it's an important one because we know that, you know, particularly in the construction industry, uh, airborne diseases, uh, you know, the, the environment which can hurt us has been something that unions have campaigned against for generations and we're having to do it again. Yeah, absolutely right. We know that this issue is an absolutely massive issue. Um, It is the asbestos of the 2000s, um, and that's not at all hyperbolic. What we know is that unless we take action, um, in the near future there'll be another 100,000 Australians uh, lost to silicosis and dust disease. And in almost um, every one of those situations, that's a a death sentence. Um, We also saw out of New South Wales a study which showed that nearly one in four workers that work in the uh, engineered stone sector that work with this product 
have silicosis or another form of dust disease. One in four already? One, yeah, it's, it's absolutely outrageous that we have a product uh, and an industry formed around this product that is killing workers. It's such a phenomenal number and we're still waiting on governments to take action. Most people, you know, they have a stone bench laid in their house. They wouldn't even think that it, putting it in or the construction of it uh, could hurt anyone. But this is one of those things that we have to educate people about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And part of our campaign, Stop This Killer Stone, will be certainly public-facing. Um, we want to educate consumers. Uh, we want to educate the public about the risks of these products because essentially you have a stone bench top installed in your house. It's a ticking time bomb when you go to renovate or... Um, up your kitchen in the future and so you know the community needs to understand there is that risk but also we want people to um, exercise some um, you know purchasing power uh, when they go to you know when they're choosing their new kitchen or they're choosing a new bench top and not to choose this product because it's killing workers. So there's a responsibility isn't there for retailers and others to, to be aware of what they're selling? All the way through the supply chain but we know that um, Caesarstone and other companies that manufacture this product, that import this product, know the risks uh, and know what it's doing to workers. Um, an inquiry in New South Wales heard evidence from an executive of Caesarstone uh, last year, I believe it was, where he said that they hadn't been able to secure public liability insurance since 2019. So there is a knowledge. You know, no one can say that they don't know what the risks are to this, of this product, that no one can say that they don't know the disease and death that this product is causing. And you're part of this campaign, and, and through this campaign, you've probably met workers who are living with the consequences of silicosis. And, uh, you know, the impact on them physically and, and their families is really profound, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so last week in Melbourne, as part of our CFWMU National Conference, we launched the campaign. At that campaign, uh, a young worker, Kyle Goodwin spoke. He was just 32 when he received a diagnosis that he had silicosis and was given five to seven years to live. Uh, he's now 37. And, and this is the thing about silicosis. Unlike, say, asbestosis, which, you know, is a devastating disease, you know, and nothing can detract from that. But unlike asbestosis, it's got a much shorter latency period. So we're seeing workers as young as, you know, 32 in this situation, but in some cases in their 20s. Um, developing this this disease and like I said it's a death sentence in all but a very few rare situations and Kyle uh, has you know exercised what can only be called you know absolute courage in the face of that diagnosis and he's speaking and raising awareness and you know sort of dedicating his you know life to trying to eradicate this product from Australia. And for your members working on big sites and whatnot, is it a, a huge risk as well? This is the thing, it is. Um, and it's not just the people that work with this product. So we have people in factories that manufacture mm. and work with this product and then it gets brought to site and installed. But the nature of silica dust is this. It's, it's a very fine dust that enters the lungs. And if it's been worked on or cut on site, then anyone that's working on proximity to it is potentially exposed. So it's an issue for you know, the whole construction site. Um, but also for the end user, like we discussed. And so the education for workers in general is also, you know, um, obviously you don't want to be exposed to the stone and to the danger, but uh, I know the CFMEU and uh, and your members have been, you know, A1 strong when it comes to workplace safety. It's the one thing that, you know, you pride yourself on more than anything. Is it is it real a, a form of vigilance now required from workers to make sure that they're, they're not exposed to this? Yeah, it is. So this campaign, we're saying that the government... Um, should ban the importation and manufacture. That's our demand uh, by 1 July 2024. But what we're saying is we're not going to just rely on governments to act. And if they don't, 
then we'll be saying to our members that we're banning this product on site. And there is an education process that will be happening from now in the lead up to 1 July 2024 to educate our members on why this product's dangerous and why it needs to be banned off sites. It's important to note here, our predecessor unions such as the BWIU and the BLF banned asbestos-containing materials on site well before government instituted legal bans. And so um, the course of history, unfortunately, shows that it's often unions that have to act in this way before governments, you know, reactively catch up and institute bans of their own or, or formalise that ban in law. Uh, and in much the same way, that is the action we're prepared to take. Uh, it is significant action. Um, it's been a long time since the union has called for a ban of this nature or an institute of ban of this nature, but it's also reflective of how serious this issue is and how many more lives will be lost if we don't act. And we believe there's a moral imperative if governments won't act that our members, and we will, um, and at the end of the day, workers in this country do have a right to refuse work that's unsafe and we'll be educating them on that right and on the, the risks of this product. What about the importers? I mean, do they, have they come to the party at all on this? Do they not recognise that their own legal liability is enormous if they don't just stop importing this product? Or do they just look at the profit margin and go, we'll keep bringing this while people keep buying it? Mm. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's the latter. Mm. It's an unfortunate reality, I think, of what we're dealing with here. The Australian market is a very large export market for uh, engineered stone, and it's one of the leading markets for these companies. And so... Unfortunately, uh, I think um, you've answered your own question in that the profit margins, unfortunately, are getting put ahead of workers' lives, um, and that is a very sad reality of, of where we are. But, you know, there's no excuse for the government, though, not to act. So, Zach, if people are out there in the shops and they're looking to purchase something for their benchtop and they do want to do the right thing, they don't want to buy a product that they know might be killing someone somewhere on a work site. What should they be looking out for? Is there a particular brand or a particular style of product that is safer and people can feel better about buying it? Yeah, look, there are obviously a number of products that um, are quite well known um, that people should avoid, um, which is engineered stone. Um, but there are also alternatives. And this is a really important point to make because the industry will be out there or the vested interests will be out there saying that we want to close down small to medium businesses in Australia. We want to put stonemasons out of work. It's just not the case. There are alternatives that our members, that stonemasons, that, that builders can use that don't kill workers and don't expose people that buy this product to a time bomb um, that's waiting to go off in their homes when they go to renovate. And so one of the most um, common alternatives is natural stone, for instance, um, which doesn't contain the levels of silica that engineered stone does. And so part of this campaign won't be just to point out the risks of engineered stone, but also to point out to consumers and industry uh, that there are alternatives and that we want to see businesses continue uh, and apartments continue to be built and houses continue to be built just safely without um, killing workers. Zach, your union for years has been fighting these battles around workers' health. Is it hard not to get angry that you're having to do it again? Look, at one level, yes. You know, it does make you angry um, that... Industry, governments know what's happening. They know um, the death, the disease that this product is leaving in its wake. Uh, that does make you angry. Um, history shows us, though, that it, it's, it's trade unions that have to lead the way on safety and have always led the way on safety. Uh, and it is the course of history that, you know, any improvements in safety and have been made by unions. And there's an old adage that I got taught when I... Um, started in the union movement, which is that, you know, 
every regulation, every safety regulation has been written in workers' blood. Mm. Um, and it's a very unfortunate reality, but it's why we do what we do. Um, and it's part of the struggle. That's a reminder to everyone listening, if you're not a member of the union, whatever industry you're in, whatever job you're doing, your first smart move would become a member of your union and become an active member of your union. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll be on, you know, on sites that have union delegates, union HSRs, union safety representatives and stewards. Um, we will be out, you know, they'll be out there, you know, talking about these issues. And my concern is for those unorganised workplaces. But, you know, we, we won't be leaving them behind either. Our officials and our members will be out there talking to everyone we can about this campaign. But it does highlight, you know, the need to be in a union, but also to be organised and to have elected safety representatives, those, those structures in place, because that really is going to be the front line in this issue and a lot of other issues in, in keeping workers safe. Zach, thanks for being on the job and keep up the good fight. Thanks, Francis. Zach Smith there from the CFMEU on the job, talking to us about silicosis and the uh, campaign to support the ban on engineered stone, which is at uh, the heart of this particular problem. Uh, For many years, people have used this stone uh, either without taking proper care or not knowing or being in workplaces where they haven't been provided with the protection from the damage that this stone and the disease of silicosis uh, that can be uh, contracted as a result of working in a contaminated environment. Uh, Don't forget to make sure that you're safe at work. The best thing that you can do is join your union. Go to australianunions.org.au to do just that. My name is Francis Leach. Have a great Christmas break and New Year. If you are working, as I said, thank you so much for being on the front line while the rest of us have a good time. And I'll catch you on the next edition of On The Job. Bye for now. Good job.